1: It's time for our
2: journey to begin. OK Talk is brought to you by the Podbean podcast app. Get instant updates of our new episodes via the Podbean app. It's free and has great features to let you easily discover, listen, and even publish a podcast. It's on Android and iPhone. Get the Podbean podcast app now on the Google Play or Apple App Store. Enjoy more from the podcast you love, like OK Talk.
3: Hey, let me ask you a question real quick. Mm. What are your thoughts on Bigfoot?
1: What?
4: Huh?
3: What are your thoughts on Bigfoot?
4: Bigfoot is in uh, Soviet Union right now. He's a ghost. He appears everybody. But he's a ghost.
3: Oh, it's not a real ape?
4: No. He died in 1800s,
1: early
5: 1900s. He was running around on his earth.
4: Because my wife saw him 30 years ago at, at her job, and he disappeared.
1: Whoa. So
3: just speaking of... My buddy Andrew uh, is in the band that plays, uh, is the band, the Greyhounds. It's him and this one other guy. And then they just randomly pick up drummers to play with them. They're on Ardent record label out of Memphis. They're kind of a big deal. Anyway, he and I went to high school together. He had just randomly texted me the other night, like, I have a Bigfoot story for you. And he had also texted me that I was in Maine. Like, He's like, I'm in Maine. Like, all these dudes do is tour. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he was like, you know, I was in Maine. I was asking around, but I didn't hear anything. And then he just randomly texted me the other day, like, oh, by the way, I have a Bigfoot story for you. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, he must have, like, picked something up. I called him and he was in Seattle.
4: Hey. Yo. hey. Sorry. Yo. I was in the vineyard. Are y'all playing tonight? Yeah, yeah, man. Where are you? Uh, Seattle. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Why would I be kidding you? Um,
6: it's really just a matter of coincidence. How's the tour going? How's
4: life? Man, it's going, dude. We, uh doing the west coast man I started in tucson and tucson vegas la san francisco bend portland we're in seattle now
6: we're you to play in bend
4: man we played this killer place volcanic theater pub man it's uh it was a badass the guy who owns it doing doing it right man he uh good stage good production they got the whole like they got all these couches and easy chairs and shit in there you can like sit in and watch the show (laughs) there's a a damn there's a pot uh, dispensary weed dispensary right literally like just right next door like you can go right outside go buy some dope go out in the courtyard get blazed and then go sit in the easy chair and watch music (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) it's pretty badass been here I mean, uh, I feel like we've pe- pretty much reached
6: the pinnacle. Like, what else needs to occur?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a trip, man. So Bend is beautiful, man. We drove from Bend to Portland, and that drive—you go over, you go through the the uh, mountains and everything there, man. That's just the trip going from from Bend to Portland. Hell, a drive. But, um, but yeah, man, Portland last night. We had a haunting last night. Where? Well, we played this place called the White Eagle. It's a McBitavid place. Really cool joint, man. Um, It's in Portland, White Eagle. They got... It's like an old saloon, man. It's an old-ass building, and they got, like, hotel rooms upstairs you can stay in. (laughs) Uh, Oh, really? Like the old... Yeah, it's a two-story, little square, like, rectangle of a building, and, like, you go in bars on the left, stages in the back. And, um... Anyways, last time we played there, the ghost came out and did some weird shit to the computers, but... I couldn't quite remember the whole story, but we're getting set up and the dude, the sound guy comes up to me and he's like, he's like, all right, guys, the stage lights are going to be green all night tonight. I don't know what happened. Like, the system's never done this. Like, uh, it's brand new. I don't, you know, like, we've, we've had it for, you know, like, it shouldn't be doing this. I don't know what's going on. You got green lights, all green. We're like, whatever, that's cool, green lights, here we come. And so then we start playing about five, well, right before we start playing, I tell the audience, I'm like, hey, tell them what I just told you about the lights. And so we start playing, and about five songs in, in the middle of the tune, the lights turn bright white, like, boom, just turn, like, just randomly, bright white. And, uh, and the whole audience was like, whoa, you know, because like, <laughs> I just told them, you know, like they tripped out and like I was like in the middle of tune. I'm like, I told you, motherfuckers, like this place is haunted. And so <clears throat> then we're about three more songs in and it turns like straight red. The whole stage goes red. Mm. And and yeah and it stays red the whole night man. It was a trip, dude. It was a real trip. But um it was pretty cool. So our our LD, our light, lighting designer was from a from a mystical space, uh, I don't know, an unexplained LD <laughs> from the beyond. A modern light. Yeah, that was a trip. That was that was last night. Fuck man, I don't know what's gonna happen tonight, man. Who you knows? Bound to be spirits hanging around. You know, a lot of these joints, man. It's a trip, and you feel it too when you're there, man. You feel that shit, man. You feel it like it's dark. You feel this darkness. You know, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool being from Texas. You know, they come to a kind of a gloomy, weird, like mysterious old place, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <laughs> a you know, different topography from us. like, what we're used to. But, uh, you know, like, this is a whole different ball game. It's like Star Trek shit. <laughs> okay, so,
6: um, pull, pull back and look at your text messages, and look at
4: what I just sent you. <laughs> oh, <Old> scratch. <laughs> What is
6: that? That's the book of that guy from Coffee City, in that cast, the Alien Jesus podcast, where I'm talking about the Bigfoot liquor store and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, man. And I Google and I find this Google document of a book where he's like, "I've been in the brush for years." <laughs> in Coffee Vietnam. City. <laughs> yeah put it up on our Facebook page and just said if nothing else we're pushing books for Cracker
4: <laughs> dude so you're talking like Coffee City over by Lake Palestine yeah like the liquor like where do we go to the liquor store
6: yeah that's, dude. That, that's that Bigfoot liquor
4: yeah no man that's a trip so that that's that guy does he own that place no, no,
6: no. It's just, like, when I Googled Coffee City, Bigfoot, Jungle, Liquor Store, like, Liquor, Jungle, <laughs> Bigfoot,
4: Coffee City, all came yeah. up. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, there's a lot of weird stuff over there, man. No shit. The Sabine. Yeah, man.
6: So you're in the Pacific Northwest, and you've just been, like, just randomly
4: chatting up people about the Bigfoot? Man, you know, not not up here. I haven't gotten a chance. That was in Maine. I was in Maine last month, or right. three weeks ago.
6: Right. So when you texted yeah. me
4: earlier today that I have a Bigfoot story. Oh, that story? No, that's from Arkansas, man. That's the Arkansas story.
6: You've got one from Arkansas. Okay, Let, let's talk well, about. It.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah man um, There's this lady Who was like She's kind of like my My witch mother <laughs> oh, Lack a better way to put it
6: Yeah you're so Jim Morrison now I mean
4: <laughs> I don't know who that is Yeah you don't know who Jim Morrison is No no is he on your podcast? I'm sorry, man.
6: Jim Morrison, the Lizard King, man.
4: Oh, Jim Morrison. Oh, dude. Remember yeah, how we had a witch guy. mother? Yeah, yeah, man. Well, wow. I, yeah, I guess he seems like the kind of dude that have one. Um, maybe <laughs> for other reasons, but. <laughs> the, oh well, they're um,
6: definitely fucking. There's no doubt about it.
4: <clears throat> oh yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't fuck this lady, but the. Uh, it wasn't like that. She actually was. Uh, she's a friend of the family. Anyway, she she took me uh, on this. We were hanging out, and she's like, she's like, come up to come come dig for crystals in Arkansas with me. Come meet me up there. And I was like, didn't have anything to do, and I was like, fuck, I'll drive up there, you know. So I drove up there and met her, and we went to one of these weird crystal sites because she's you know she's all into like she's crazy man she like could like I remember one night, i'll give you an example of how like kind of her shit man like she one night we were driving i was driving back from from denver to austin i was driving and uh late night i was in the middle of nowhere in texas and she like She's like, where are you? and I told her and she's like, Is there a railroad track right next to you? And I look and there's a railroad track. She's like, All right She's like Just keep your eye on that and uh we're talking and it's late at night and um she's like, All right But she interrupts the conversation. She's like that railroad track's gonna veer off into the distance and uh let me know when that happens. So I'm like, okay, so we keep talking and I was like, Hey it just went off. But so she's like, Oh yeah, okay. All right She's like, You're gonna go another five miles or so and you'll see all these lights way off in the distance in squares. And I'm like, Okay, cool and so we keep talking and sure enough, a little bit later there see those lights out in the distance. I see I see the lights. It's like, What is that? You know, we're in the middle of nowhere driving, like nothing around and these lights look like like Walmart parking lot, like way off in the distance or something, like way out there. And she's like, "Oh, those are, that's where they're gonna, they're like, it's like set up like Six Flags, like the lines at Six Flags, and the train stops for whenever they, they pack us all up and ship us out." <laughs> I just got all freaked out, cause I'm out there, like you know, and they have that. She's explaining that kind of deal could always sense all this crazy paranormal stuff too and she like had like experiences with aliens and shit anyway just a real trippy ass broad right you know she had some crazy ass shit going on you know like but some of it was legit man like remember one time she i was seeing this chick and this chick had these two dogs and these two dogs had these really distinctive personalities right and you know and i'd been hanging out with this broad long enough to get to know these dogs and the kind of what their vibe was and their personalities, you know? And so she comes up, she'd never been to the house. She'd never met this broad. She'd never been, uh, had never been there. I go to answer the door. She's standing at the door and she's like, there's two dogs in your house. And I was like, yes, there are. And then she proceeded to describe each of them, both of their personalities to a T and I was like, what the fuck? I was. Just, she would just do shit like that where I was like, how do you know this stuff? Like, you know, she would kind of back it up, you know, just with weird stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, man. I was with her in Arkansas. I went up and meet her to go dig for crystals. And, um, and like, with this guy... That put that had it was his property, and he took her and I. We went up, walked up this trail up to where the side of the mountain where you dig into the dirt to pull these crystals out. It was fucking insane. But so as we're going up there, they start. We we stop, and the dudes like, he's like, he's like, I want, I want y'all, I want y'all to look around look around you and see if you notice anything that sticks out. And so we stopped, and, he, and we're, it we're real quiet and just listening to, you know, not in the Arkansas woods, you know, crystal hunting, getting all in that zone. And we're looking, and sure enough, we kind of all focus in on this one spot that looks like an archway. Made it like like a natural archway, like that had been kind of like woven, you know, like the limbs and branches and some vines and stuff. Like over time, it was really old, but it was a real distinctive archway. He said that's that's a gateway. He's like that's 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 for the Sasquatch. That's the gateway. They can go into it's like different. They they have there, and I don't know if this is correct. I mean, you probably know this more than I do. But he started going into how they have like like there's like territories and stuff and how like they there's like he he had said he knows where a few more of those on his property are and like that that's, that's like they're either a it's it's to go in in and out between territories or b he he even said he feels like they go into different dimensions through the, <laughs> these gateways and uh anyway i i just uh that 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 just kind of tripped me out because I mean me, uh, you know I didn't see one but I definitely could tell that was some sort of gateway that was not human made man it was a trip. So he's talking portals most likely though. Do what? He's talking
6: about it being a portal. You there? Yeah, can you hear me? Whoa, whoa, whoa. hang on. Can you hear me? Hello. If you can hear me, just call me back.
3: And get your immediate reaction on. Give me a what up, what up, what up. Hello, America. What's the story? All right. I'm on one
5: emergency. I'm not from this area, so my apologies if y'all have a different protocol where the town I'm in, we don't have any number but 911 to call. Okay, what's going on? Here's my, situa- here's my situation. I'm at the Wasabi Japanese Steakhouse off of 78A in Murfreesboro. Okay. Chef, the chef here that was doing our meal at the end of the meal pulled out this little freaking doll with his pants down, and he shot water on my wife out of his That is a sexual assault against my wife. Totally disrespectful. I mean, okay, I I want I I want this chef arrested for sexual sexual assault. I will tell you what what happened I'm not I'm not from I'm not from Tennessee, so I don't know Tennessee laws But in Texas that is sexual assault. All right, start from the beginning sir. Tell me what happened. Okay, at the end of the meal what the chef pulled out this six or seven inch tall doll fence poured down and it shot water on my wife out of it. Okay, so the chef had his pants down? I, I don't, or Yeah, the chef that was cooking our meal. Uh-huh. Did that at the end of the meal. Yes, sir. Now so I he don't took know the, the, doll, the law. He took the doll out, out of his that is considered sexual assault. He pulled the doll out in front of my in front of me, my wife, and my two kids, two of my kids and two of my grandkids, okay? And shot water on my wife out of his Okay. Now, in Texas, in Texas, that is sexual assault. Okay, I don't know what's about your name, sir? James Lassiter, L-A-S-S-I-T-E-R. So I want to press charges. I want this guy arrested for sexual assault.
3: This is Dateline, Sherman, Texas. Okay. I'm assuming it's Sherman, Texas. I'm familiar with the town. A Sherman woman told law enforcement she felt sexually assaulted after a toy made to look like a urinating little boy sprayed water on her at a hibachi restaurant. I
2: heard about this.
3: <laughs> uh, the woman, Isabel Lassiter was eating at the Wasabi Japanese Steakhouse outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So I guess she lives in Tennessee. So immediately I screwed this up.
2: <laughs> Is there a Sherman? T- I guess there could be a Sherman, Tennessee.
3: I guess so. Uh, said she was uh, eating at the steakhouse with her husband while on a business trip. So maybe she does live in Sherman, Texas. Let me get another (laughs) sentence into the story. There are so many layers to this story? There are so many. Tableside cooking performances are typical of the hibachi restaurant's game. But this show in particular included a small plastic boy that squirts water when its toy pants are lowered. It peed on me, basically. Out of his wee wee area it didn't really have a wiener but you get my point (laughs) she and her husband james were so unsettled by the performance they called the police (laughs) during their dinner at wasabi the server took out a little toy figure of a person and pulled down the pants to shoot water at mr james's wife mr james stated the toy figure had a penis and his wife felt sexually assaulted
2: (laughs) The ref- they don't, Those don't. If I if I know exactly what they're talking
3: about, and there's no. She already said it didn't have a winger. <laughs> but.
2: Yeah, I remember the story because they were claiming it had an entire penis.
3: I observed that the toy had no penis and just a hole for the water to shoot out. The report said no charges have been filed, and the restaurant's management said the chefs will now have to ask permission before spraying guests with toy penises. No one can. People are funny. missing the point. This is a sexually oriented toy meant for adults in front of minor children. We're not trying to make money off of this. If the toy was in a bar, it'd be a different situation. But this is in a family restaurant with 13 to 14-year-olds at the table. If people think it's so funny, why don't people go buy that toy and squirt a cop in the face with it and see what happens?
0: (laughs) I was at one of those one time, and you know how they... He's doing the little thing like she's talking about. He's doing the little thing, the little hibachi cook is, and he's got the egg, the raw egg on his spatula, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to flip it, and it lands in his pocket. But he flips it, and it lands on my plate. <laughs> and just just like, explodes all over my face. It was wonderful. Mm,
3: so that restaurant had egg on its face <laughs> as it So to speak. Were. And then we and then we immediately filed a lawsuit.
0: Yeah, that was that was right before I called the police. <laughs> to...
3: Felt sexually assaulted because I had eggs thrown at me. These are clearly reproductive <laughs> members. There's something going on here. Clearly, yeah, the Japanese have an issue with it. I guess let's just talk about what you guys did today. One ghost hunting. I don't know when this is going to air. Doesn't matter. It doesn't. None of this stuff matters. Everything
2: airs out of order
3: anyway. Um so yeah, you went ghost hunting. Yes. A de- little daytime ghost hunting trip.
2: Right, little afternoon ghost hunting. Um one of the first nicer days we've had in a while, not uh, being it's not 105
3: outside. It's so hotter like, in here than it is outside.
2: <laughs> it was a, it was a cool 95 today and there was some cloud cover. It was it was it was all right. I didn't I didn't mind it too much. We went out to uh Mills Cemetery in Garland, old cemetery in Garland, Texas. Um, and I don't know that place was pretty cool. I I liked it out there. I'd never I'd never seen that cemetery. It's way like East Garland, almost Rowlett kind of area. Uh, if you head east on Highway sixty six, and uh, I liked it. We went out there with uh, a few folks. Uh, shout out to Tim, Steve, Mitch, and I believe Stephanie was the. The woman that showed up a little bit later,
3: the dark and enchantress of the three,
2: <laughs> and uh, and they brought out some of their uh, their ghost hunting equipment. These guys have gone to a number of, of places, including the old cemetery near downtown Dallas, um, off of McKinney. They've been to Goatman Bridge. They've done a, a number of different locations, and uh, so they have their their ghost hunting equipment, which you've seen. On, on television
3: you're talking about that old cemetery there in uptown
2: yeah yeah like off of mckinney avenue i
3: had an encounter at that cemetery w- with sw- a ghost or sw- with... the paranormal it was like time. two in the morning and i swear i thought no i thought i i saw I, it was my first sasquatch encounter <laughs> and then i just realized it was a homeless person <laughs> digging through that trash can that's fair mm-hmm. it's true but i've been like Really into Sasquatch at the time. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, it's just a person. If
0: only Sasquatch hung out in uptown Dallas.
3: You never know. They can cloak themselves anywhere, man. (laughs)
2: We know it's just the ghost of Sasquatch anyway.
3: That's right. (laughs) They can go anywhere. Bigfoot's a (laughs) ghost.
0: He died in the 30s.
3: Yeah, totally. Speaking of which, really excited because I get to do Red Eye Radio. Oh, man.
2: Those are going to be good. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear more of those. Mm hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we were out there this afternoon at, at Mill Cemetery. So we had at our disposal, we had a number of digital recorders. I have my phone, which I use, um, which the audio is being analyzed um, among several different parties. We had a REM pod, which is basically a circular, you know, like a cylinder with a antenna that sticks up and there are lights along the top. And so the idea is if anything breaks the the field that it's putting out it'll it'll light up and and beep so you can wave your hand at it and it'll it'll beep um and we had one of the i forget uh, i forget what it's called but it basically a radio scanner that scans across all the frequencies you know a, a couple of frequencies a second goes up and down the dial and the idea there is for you to ask it questions and it'll spit back out answers so to speak and I want to say there was oh we had a he had an infrared camera but it was I don't think we, they used that very much because he said it works better at nighttime but um, we wandered around the cemetery for a while and went to some graves and you know looked for some EVPs and we'll see if anything came of it but I did I did enjoy my
3: first official ghost hunting trip so that was that was fun that wasn't your first official you got to go on an awesome ghost walk <laughs> well that's true. <laughs>
2: That's true. Yeah, uh, I guess my second official or the uh, the ghost tour of downtown Dallas,
0: but we surely counted. We didn't have any clothes hanger dowsing rods. That's true, made on site <laughs> by us.
3: Well, then it wasn't as interactive as you would hope. Yeah, because you really that was like a ghost walk slash craft class <laughs> that you went on first.
2: I don't know uh, the the there were a couple of things that really. Intrigued me, and I—that is to say, I don't know what's going. There was nothing that stood out to me like there was a ghost here that's that's yelling my name and and giving me answers. Um, But there were a couple of times where they asked the little scanner uh, some questions, simple questions like what are what names. I wasn't around when when it happened, but a guy said he asked it uh, about his shirt, and it would say blue, or. It would say, you know, or he would say the color blue, and it would come back with, like, your shirt, things things like that. Uh, it said Mitch one time, which was the name of a guy that was there. It answered a question, what's five times two? It came back with ten. So
3: little things like that would happen. And I mean that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's weird.
0: It's a little that weird. one creep me out. The math one creeped me out. Yeah,
3: because I can't even do math. It was
0: <laughs> it was very clear. That that was really what got me was everything else is kind of opened to interpretation. Yeah, about what it said. I I didn't hear most of it, but I'm I'm not. I don't have you know. But super the math hearing. one worked. That one was very clearly ten. So and an answer right after he asked it too.
3: So would you? Get in trouble if you took that to, you know, a math class and you were like,
2: I don't know if it can do algebra
3: <laughs> better than like an algebra calculator.
2: A <laughs> ghost speaking to me, it's the square root of 72, please. So, the one that, that really kind of started making me think about what was going on is we went to this, there is a headstone there that has a whole lot of legend attached to it. And it's the Smiley family. And it's a just a regular-looking headstone. says Smiley across the top. But when you start to read it, there is a mother, father, and three daughters buried there. And they all died on the same day, which was May 9th, 1927. So anything you look up about Mills Cemetery is going to talk about the Smiley family plot and... There's legend where you go and lay down in front of it at night, and then you can't get back up, or you feel like something's pressing down on you. Um, it, If you look at it, it's on a little bit of an incline, so if you're laying with your head towards the headstone, then your feet are you know maybe six inches above your head when, when you're lying there, so it may be a little bit harder to sit up, and that might be what's going on, or there may be something going on. I don't know. I didn't lay down. It wasn't nighttime, so I didn't lay down in front of it. But... And there's also legend attached to what actually happened to the family. Either there's are stories that the it was a you know, a murder suicide, the dad goes crazy, or that a tornado had blown through Garland and killed a lot of people and they were some of the victims of the tornado.
3: Was, death, was there a tornado in twenty seven reported? Yes,
2: there there was a tornado reported in twenty seven. Um but I I don't think anyone's been able to prove necessarily that that's that's what happened to this family but that's the working hypothesis. I mean obviously if you're going to go lay down and think something's going to happen to you then the the murder story is a little bit more you know appealing mm-hmm. but um uh, I it's it's more likely that a natural disaster killed this whole family. But we were there and the first thing that happened was they walked over with a REM pod, set it down, and the thing started going crazy. It was it was beeping. All, the lights were all going off. And we had been standing there for a little bit before he came over and just asking questions, EVP questions. And uh, so that thing started going off, and then we sat down the scanner, and I never heard a, a response. We did get—we asked it if they had anything they wanted to say or anything that they wanted to confess to.
3: And hey, guys quick sidebar here. See, we recorded this Saturday night, this past Saturday night, and Matt and Megan had just gotten back, and I think it's really funny that uh, this is something that I've been lauding my good friend and conspirator, David Ellis, about See Matt and all these guys that they went ghost hunting with had all these EVPs and or they had all this audio that they had collected at the Mill Cemetery. And interestingly enough, um, Matt mentioned, you know, the guy complaining about how much audio they had to review going into it. Well, due to us, due, due, due to our secret Jedi powers, only takes a minute or two for uh, Galahad to be able to locate an EVP. And the interesting thing is. I think there's probably a lot more going on in the audio that was collected with the ghost box, and the there's just a lot of people talking constantly, so it's kind of hard at points to pick out an EVP. But I will say this, around the Smiley grave, which is interesting, we just got done talking about it, you know, how did all these six people, how did all, all these people in this family die on the same day, and... You know, the rumors about who killed whom and what such. Was it a murder-suicide situation? Anyway, in knowing all of that, there is uh, a couple of the weirdest, creepiest EVPs that I've heard. Well, I mean, at least with someone that I've been directly associated with. And I think there's one of them that is without a doubt. So in this one, um, when asked who's here, his voice comes over and um, let's see what you think it says.:
5: Who's over
3: here? Let's play that again. loot. Who's over here?)
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Think any of the kids are present?
6: Mr. Smiley, are you there or your daughter? You <laughs> Mr. Smiley, are you there or your daughter? You Mr. Smiley, are you there or your daughter? You <laughs> Mr. Smiley, are you there or your daughter? Mr. Smiley, are you there or your daughter?
3: How about when they asked the dad if he was going to confess to the murders?
1: Are you going to confess to killing your family?
3: Do you even need to hear that again? Let's play it again and then just have the vocal response repeated.
1: Are you going to confess to killing
3: your family? So yeah, there's a lot going on in these audio tapes and much more of this, much more of the audio that we captured in Falk coming up and we even have a little bit of an addendum to some of the past occurrences at the Galvez that we will be sharing but we're going to wait on that um, because I'm returning the second week of September coincidentally also talking about doing some sort of a live event as has been suggested and just want to go ahead and throw this out there if there are is anyone with thoughts, ideas, knowledge, foresight, expertise in how uh, basically we would do a live walkthrough video EVP session that we could cast like I'm thinking about doing something like a Ustream and then while we're doing that immediately taking the audio and uploading it and looking and seeing if we have responses if you or somebody that you know might have some thoughts on the best way for us to pull that off we have uh, a little less than a month before that goes down if you would be interested in being part of groundbreaking podcasting send me an email at oktalkshow no wait oktalkpodcast at gmail.com sorry oktalkpodcast at gmail.com I mean I'm still pulling chiggers out of my legs from Arkansas folks also just while I have you here in suspended animation waiting wanting Thanks for everything. Seriously, you no, know, we we like to play and jest quite a bit around here, but it's really appreciated. All the kind words, the reviews, the emails, the comments. Keep it coming, man, because uh, we've got as much to offer. As people are wanting to hear. So thanks for all that you do and do, do and help other people find it. All right. Now back to the show.
2: We got a maybe, um, which was a little strange or it kind of sounded like maybe. But what I heard was a long phrase that all sounded like the same voice, and I couldn't make anything out, but if you could imagine me across the room mumbling, you could you could tell it's my voice, but you couldn't understand anything I was saying. Right. And that happened over the course of 10 to 15 seconds. Uh, I think I say 20 seconds on the audio that I have recorded, but it was probably about 10 seconds. Um, but... So this voice comes through a couple of different times, and when you start to think about how that thing works, and it's going up and down the the frequencies, and the likelihood of this same tone being put out across multiple frequencies is very, I mean, it's pretty much not going to happen. It's very unlikely. So something weird was coming through there, and it was very obvious to me that this this is the same, whatever this is, this is the same thing making this noise and it sounded it sounded very like the couple of times it came in i was like okay that's the same voice i could never understand it but it was creepy enough that i would i'd love to go back and try to do some more there
3: i've always thought that was weird like the when you can tell that it's a different voice and we'll, you know seeing those on the shows or whatever yeah I also think that those things are kind of annoying because of the noise they're so loud, and especially if you're trying to do e
2: v p stuff, you have this thing constantly going off in the background um so i I feel like they're they're best used sparingly, but it is an interesting tool and you know like 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 megan said it's, it's a lot of it's up to interpretation if you're if you're listening to somebody, you hear a couple of syllables and that sounds like maybe that sounds like her name or maybe it sounds like henry and they were asking henry questions and and things like that you know you don't you don't really know but um the the few times when it went off and and it sounded like like it was intelligently responding to something was right was pretty pretty interesting to say the least
3: well um you know a couple of weeks ago when i was in tyler and i did the little walk around the weird mansion um i met randomly, I think it was just because I was, I'd seen this website before online, but it was some people who do like ghost tours and stuff of Tyler. And I don't know why, but I just decided to call this guy and, um, he answered, we talked for a few minutes and, uh, it's always a weird conversation to have, you know, but I figured, you do ghost tours. It's okay. I told him what had happened to me back in the day at the side cemetery, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I know that place. I've been out there quite a few times." Which to me, this is the first person that I've had a conversation with that went to this cemetery. You know, right? Besides myself, it turns out, which is random, he runs some like internet radio station thing, and uh, he was like, "We're actually meeting at our little studio." if you want to come by, you know, introduce you to a couple of people, hang out. It's like, okay. Went by there. And one of the shows that they do is like a scripted radio program, like old radio, you know, and one of the people who voices a woman in this like ongoing series of radio shows is a psychic. And I'm sitting in this little studio with him and she walks in the door and she looks at me before saying anything to anybody else. She just looks at me and she goes, I can feel you from the parking lot. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's weed. <laughs> well, so we're sitting around and kind of talking about, you know, I asked him about meter. And that's how they say it. Eater? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way that they, and that's exactly how they put it. That's what we call it. So they said that they had gone over there one night and when they got to the gate, not the, not the cable gate, but got to the little chain link fence gate, that there was a guy sitting in the third pew. It was like the form of a man sitting there in the third pew. And when they opened the, you know, the chain link or whatever, it like just kind of dissolved so they went over there and sat there and did some EVPs. And he said they got some weird stuff. But here's the... This is a crazy story. So towards the back of that cemetery where I saw that old lady in the tree line. Yeah. There's a grave over there that's covered in like seashells. And they said that nobody has any idea why. It's like into in the rock? Yeah, like... You know, like after they do the grave, and there's like the kind of little mound uh-huh. of dirt, you know?
2: Oh, oh, that like I, in front of the.
3: Yeah, like okay. the length of the grave, they poured seashells all there. Clearly a mermaid. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> in the middle of East Texas. Um, and that is supposed to be a young person's grave. And when they were out there, this is that same night when they were out there, They, uh, that lady kept saying something that kept trying to hold her hand. And it creeped her out enough that she was like, George, it's time to go. They're leaving and they're walking down that hill back towards the cable. And right when, right as they get to that gate, they said that they all like audibly heard take us with, take me with you. Like not even just like an EVP, like they just heard it out loud. And she turned around and she was like, I'm sorry, but you have to stay here. You have to stay here. You know why you have to stay here. Okay. They turn around and take like two steps. They cross that cable and George's text message goes off. Okay. So this dude at the time, he was the manager of that Hollywood video or that Hollywood movie theater over on the loop. Uh-huh. That was his gig. That's like what he did. Two weeks before this, right? Two weeks before this, he was out. And just because he wasn't there, he had texted the assistant manager about, like, are you guys busy? Right? And she had responded. But, Two weeks later, as they're crossing the cable of the cemetery, his text message goes off and her response comes back through again. And that response was just, we're dead.
2: So he got sent twice. Yeah. And the second time was as they were leaving. That's creepy.
3: It's pretty good, huh? I want them to take us out there, and right after they get told, take us with you. Yeah, you can't come with us, and you know why? We're
0: dead. I don't like that—not one bit.
2: Ah, uh, now I want to. Now I just want to go out there.
3: <laughs> I want to go back out there at night. So you remember me telling you about the Kilo Monument? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where all those Indians massacred those people who had that little settlement set up. Well, he was like, you know, the Kilo monuments everybody knows about because, you know, it's kind of like the it's the Indian oppressing the white man in the (laughs) monument kind of thing. Well, he said that the battle that that started, started there, but it ended two weeks later on the other side of town where Basically, they massacred every last Indian that was a part of that raid. He showed me a picture from that place that is as crazy. He has two pictures, but one from that one that's like straight up full body apparition that even looks like it has like a headdress on. Wow. And the only thing is like, it was on his face it's on their facebook page you know and i like tried to go find it and it's like so far back that it was just like it was like george please he's like i'll tag you in the photo but he's yet to do so <sighs> i need to hassle him about it but then there's another photo that they took that uh was it one of the is was it tyler pipe which i don't know how much you know about tyler pipe but you know, they make pipes there and it's that big, you know, when you go into Tyler on, I remember I had a girlfriend one time that I was taking home with me from college and we exited 20 and this was before the, the toll road on 49 or whatever. So we had to, you know, you had to go all the way down there to that. I think that's the shadiest side of Tyler right there by the interstate, you know, and then you drive all the way to 69 and then drive down. Yeah, yeah. We live South Tyler. But on that road in, you know, Tyler Pipe is over there and it's got those big like mm-hmm. the eyesore fence around it so you can't really see, but you could see, you know, the plant and the glow of the plant. And like they have all those like, those, like smelting towers and it looks like Gotham City kind right. of, yeah. you know, and she was like is Tyler really industrial? And I was like, no, not at all. It's like the worst representation of this town.
2: It's kind of like when you're driving down to the coast of Texas and you get through, what is it, Texas City that's got all that stuff going on down there? Yeah, the oil refineries. Yeah, and it's like you're in the future. Oh, there's fires going everywhere and stuff. (laughs) It's real apocalyptic. (laughs) Yeah, it's
3: real weird looking. But I remember my dad worked for Tyler Pipe for a while. He didn't work in the plant so much as... Up in the offices, but when he was out there, like a couple of different times, like somebody got massively injured and or died. I think one person fell into the like mixture of hot molten metal. It's bad news. And somebody else, like he lost his whole arm doing something like it was. You can imagine, you know, it's like that's what it's not a good place. It always reminds me of like somewhere where the Joker and Batman would fight, you know, yeah. but so they had investigated that place and, uh, they got a picture in this like, Oh, big open room of, uh, it, of a like a full body apparition walking away from them, looking over his shoulder. It almost looked like, looks like patty but it's a ghost (laughs) but it looks as do you remember the original like ghost adventures show where they got the in virginia city of the thing walking yeah yeah it's like that clear it is crazy
2: i have to go find those pictures
3: yeah i need to if it wasn't already as late as it is i'd tell you that but okay now i have to turn the mic off and i have to tell one other story because I can't we can't air this but I have to tell you this mm-hmm. hang on we'll be back this podcast is brought to you by the Podbean podcast application the Podbean app is far and away the slickest way for you to digest your favorite podcasts you can get instant updates of new OK Talk episodes as well as other shows like Saswat and our friends at Monsterland Ohio Radio just to name a few you've been saying you want more OK Talk in your life make it happen check out the Podbean app. It's free, has great features, and lets you easily discover, listen, and even publish your own podcast, if you dare. Since Matt and I started OK Talk, Podbean has held our hands all the way, answered all of our questions, and has been a great partner for the show. Whether you use an Android or an iPhone, this is the app for all of your podcast needs. Get the Podbean podcast app now on the Google Play or Apple App Store. Enjoy more from the podcasts you love. Especially okay talk.
2: So, was there anything, Megan, out
0: at Mill Cemetery that
2: made you a believer or a non believer?
0: Well, like I told you before, I feel like I would feel way more of a connection to this whole thing if it were at night. Yeah. Because I love to be scared and I can really get into it, but I just couldn't. I was like sweating and it was humid, it's the middle of the day. Some of but, the stories
2: that they were telling were were pretty good.
0: But yeah, I mean the the people were really nice. They seemed to they seemed to be pretty in tune with the things that were happening. Um So but obviously I didn't really know. They wanted me to ask questions, but I don't I don't know what to ask. No. I've never been ghost hunting before. You
3: didn't want to ronda <laughs> Man, There ain't no such thing as ghosts. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe that they do that thing beeps and you run <laughs> Coming up next time, Megan locks herself in the van.
0: No, I did actually go back to the car and just sit in the air conditioning. <laughs> but I mean there's just something about doing it in the daytime that's you so know. I
3: had a conversation with those people about meter and that how I how I was like it was so creepy during the day. Yeah. And that lady said, you know, I've often asked myself, like, what's the deal with that place and why is it so creepy during the day? Because she knows somebody, I guess, that's buried out there, too. And she said that she used to go out there by herself, you know, and spend time. Again, this, lady, this is a psychic or whatever, and says that she used to go out there and spend time with the person, but that she doesn't do it anymore. But she was like always used to wonder, like, what is the thing? What is it about that place that's so creepy? And she's like, and I figured it out. There's no birds.
2: It's very ice like it's very, very isolated but, out there.
3: And yet you would think you'd hear there wild would still yeah. be animals. That's just quiet. And I was like, y- you're right. You're right. They're not because I mean I have that video up now that people can look at. And it's very still. Yeah, that w-
2: that was the other thing about Mill Cemetery is it's, you know, it's in a it's in a less populated area of Garland, but there's still like a big road. I forget what it, I think it's Centerville that runs past there, and cars. and and, uh, and then yeah, then like Highway 66 is just a little north of it. So you're constantly hearing cars go by and motorcycles and things like that. So it's not as uh, it's not as isolated as some of these other places. Now they did talk about they went one night to uh, the Goatman Bridge uh, in Denton County, and
0: you'll hear me be Rhonda when we go. <laughs>
2: we do want to go. We definitely want to go up there and, and bring some stuff because they they said you know that that place was real real creepy. They were up there at night. Tim, which was the guy who invited me out, said you know they had a that was the other piece of equipment they had it it measured uh, the uh electromagnetic field and also the temperature oh the mill yeah and uh, the millimeter <laughs> and he said like his around him was cooler he said it was like a cool jacket night but it, only his breath you could see oh really yeah he was the only so it was it was that phenomenon he he was cooler and then they also said when they did some evps they were getting Someone who said, I believe I forget what the guy's name was. Oscar was it?
0: Yeah, he said Oscar. Do you know the Goat Man story, Clint? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, we
3: talked about it, but uh, but I mean, we can't again. I mean, if you guys got like firsthand,
2: well, it was just it was just that they were they were there and they got EVPs of a guy saying, "My name's Oscar," which which was reportedly what the guy's name was. Old black
3: man raised goats, Mm -hmm. sold goats. They called him the Goat Man. Yeah. K K K. The clan came out there, killed his family. I believe it was they, they killed him first. They killed him, f- him from the bridge, and then he wasn't at the end of the rope. Yeah, and then they went and killed his wife and kids. Right. Um.
2: So they said they they got very clear, uh, EVPs out there, which I'd like to hear some of that stuff. I they didn't have any of that stuff with them, but um, I'd love to hear it. So that's a that's a place where I I'd, I'd like to go, to go to. I've never been there at all but I'd like to I'd like to go there and see Yeah, we what's went cool. there
3: in the fall one year and went kind of late in the day. And yeah, it's creepy. I mean, I think just random bridges out in the middle of nowhere usually are creepy. Right. Uh, it's like the Sleepy Hollow effect for me. My favorite old school cartoon by the way. Mhm. The original Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good stuff. That was good stuff. The movie with Johnny Depp. Not bad. Not bad. Just saying.
0: There's a bridge in Glenrose called Sweeney Bridge, that's really creepy like that. And I looked at the pictures of the Goatman Bridge, which is actually called Old Alton Bridge, mm-hmm. and it's it's similar. It looks a lot like that's an old suspension bridge that's not in use anymore, and it's very very scary to go down there at night. You mm.
2: said didn't you say that something happened at swinging well, Bridge? Well, or, or I mean, were you just people <laughs> scaring each other?
0: You know I don't know. I I know that they you know we we had this one guy cliff Bice, who it was one of my friend's dads and we would go to him if we ever needed to be scared and he would tell us some creepy story about glen rose or something that had happened and where to go he just seemed to have all of this information so we went and asked him about swinging bridge he told us how to get there what had happened there he said that a school bus full of children, which that's apparently pretty common, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> went off the side of this bridge and they all died and that, you know, we didn't really believe that that had happened. It was just, we went through this phase of needing to be scared constantly. Mm-hmm. So we would go and find these places. It's and, the
3: urban legend effect.
0: Yeah. we loved it. And so we go down to this bridge. It is super creepy, super creepy. And it's at night and there's a lot of us and we're already scared. Is it in the woods
2: there. or is it in like a pasture type?
0: It's back, so. um, you know, kind of how the way we went to get to White Church. Yeah. It's back in an area like that. People so there, there are fields and... Fields and people live back in there. And yeah. it's You know, it's a paved road, but not very many people um, live back there. And I believe this was on private property. But we went down there and we kind of went down into the into the riverbed underneath and there was no, there's no water at this time of year and there were bus parts down there. So clearly a bus had gone over at some point, but I don't, I don't know if it's true about the children, but that, and we saw that and screaming and running back to the cars. and
3: <laughs> That is kind of weird. That's pretty
4: good. Yeah.
2: He was, uh, he was telling me today about a place that they're looking for. They haven't found it yet, but there's a place apparently in in Oak cliff where it's just a stretch of, of road um that i think a little girl had gotten into an accident or something and died on and he said the people who live around there don't go on that road at night like they just don't go over there and they he said i know I think we kind of know the area but it's not marked it's not like a cemetery or a house or anything like that it's just a an area
3: um there's some the, killing fields over there in south dallas that are mm-hmm. better haunted as balls too yeah. so just places where they've dumped bodies and stuff yeah. Oh, yeah
2: and uh so i mean there's you know more than enough stuff around here to keep to keep us occupied for a while that's for sure
3: mm. and saying all that i'm going back to galveston in a couple of weeks you going to the galvez oh yes oh yes i'm going to try to go to uh the tremont house which is another wyndham property downtown that's next door to the theater mm-hmm. which was uh Apparently, a really killer, you know, location where a lot of that activity would happen. The really crazy thing is, so in being in Wichita Falls last week, I think I can't keep yeah. up anymore. <laughs> there was a. <clears throat> Like there was a lot of uh a lot of the stuff around there was like one of the that you saw that picture of the hotel Grim, yeah, a great name for a hotel right yeah, so the hotel grimm shocking it might be haunted right um has tunnels underneath it that and one of the tunnels runs to that Perot theater, and uh like one of the clientele was Capone. And so it's so funny because, you know, like I remember big thing with Galveston was the Balinese room and the mafia connection to there. And I kind of like all put it together that it was the railroad from Chicago that ran from Chicago all the way to the coast. right? And so apparently like part of the thing would be that they would uh, like Capone and his guys would come down. They'd go to Hot Springs in Arkansas, which is bitching, you know, like. Actual hot springs in the spa, kind of that old Roman bath, um, you know, effect where yeah. you kind of have bath houses that are in the healing properties and natural springs trying to get rid of his syphilis and all that. And then go to Texarkana and gamble because of the whole Texarkana thing and being on the state line. There is, you know. Like I think you could gamble in Arkansas but you couldn't in Texas or one or the other or like riverboat gambling or like what, however they did it no I don't even think it was that I just think that it was a big place for gambling yeah. going there and like it's a seat like I, th- I I thought it was really I've always thought it was kind of a shithole and then I enjoyed the <laughs> tour Um, made me appreciate it a lot more um, but there are still some you know this is kind of a crappy place I just you know yeah. I just thumb my nose at stuff like that all the time. It's not. Whatever. I just saw a jack o' lantern on TV. It's not already that time of year. It is that time of year. It
0: is, absolutely. And I'll tell you about. <laughs> but so anyway, and then <laughs> they would. We're deep
3: in it. They'd gamble in Texarkana and then they would go to Galveston and, you know. So live, they were like monitoring. It up.
2: Or, or were they. I mean, were they keeping track of stuff that they were smuggling or something like that? Or was it just. They I don't were, even they know were hitting it, these hot spots. No, and, I
3: just think that think about in the day that was just the way that they, that was their, you know, yeah. jet setting was well, to I mean, let's get on the train. You know, we, you know, there's old cars where it's like to the nines and you go south, take a couple of weeks, you know, and hit all these hot spots along the way and they end up in Galveston. And it's weird to think about now because
2: there are all those, the, the, the stories about the, um, about mineral wells and about the hotel in mm. mineral wells and that and that's you know in the 30s and 40s and 50s like that was a celebrity hotspot. people came down there and they had they drank the mineral water and like that that was that was the place to go
3: Wait, is that uh the
2: the um i don't know why i'm for but it's it's the only hotel in the, that's <laughs> the, the
3: really spooky one right right yeah what is the name of that place? I don't know why I can't think of it. I, I my, at, my mind to stare say, at each other.
2: Hold on. Let's see if we can do this. My mind wants to say Belmont, but that's not right.
3: Uh, shh, don't say anything. Else. It does start with a B, but it's not the Belmont.
0: Baker Hotel. The the Baker. Ah. damn it.
2: <laughs> but yeah, the Baker Hotel,
3: and so that's why it was such a soirée. Yeah, it was the mineral water. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Mineral water, and everybody was thought it was going to heal them. So it's, it's, you know, it's crazy to think about Texarkana or, I mean, Galveston makes a certain amount of sense, but places, Texarkana and mineral wells and places where there's nothing going on now. But back in the day when people were into dipping in the hot springs and drinking the mineral water and things like that, and they were the places to be.
3: Have you seen the, um, The Ghost Chasers. The Ghost Chasers? Is this a new show? It's going to be a movie.
2: Oh, oh. Uh, I haven't seen anything about it. I've seen like a picture. Who's in it? I forget who
0: all's in it.
3: Probably my favorite person that's in it is Amy Sedaris.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Amy Sedaris.
3: John Heater. Okay. I don't ever I don't even think they've gotten like a trailer out for it yet.
2: And this is a uh
3: what do you think?
2: A a riff on the on the ghost shows.
3: Yeah, you got to imagine. Mm-hmm. They get more than they bargained for when they <laughs> embark on their own paranormal investigation. <laughs> Amy Sedaris's face just like oh my gosh, her face. You know, the strangers with candy mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. just where she's like constantly <laughs> like that, like frown, like she's smelling something terrible. Yeah. That, that look, that was the the look of her like holding ghost hunting equipment <laughs> with that look on her face. I was like sold. <laughs> I can only imagine that's got to be really good stuff. Do you have anything else you want to do?
0: I want to talk about Spooky Town. Oh.
3: Oh, I saw a picture of your spooky town. What is this? This, what is really, this? Really, really
0: excited about it.
3: Is this like a Christmas village? Yes. yes, it's the same idea, but it's
2: Halloween village.
0: I was in Michael's looking at some frames, and um, I happened to walk by the Halloween displays. So I get really excited. They're I already up. I get so mad when they put up Christmas early. This was, that, like a, this was like, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, they could put up Halloween in February. I'm and going I'd be to excited. Tomorrow. So they have all their Halloween stuff up.
2: You might run into the first lady there. We did.
0: Yeah, we ran into Laura Bush,
3: which that, was really random. That is really
0: random. Literally random. Did she right have uh, security
3: with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she walked by. Step we were, away from the spooky <laughs> town, sir. <laughs>
2: We, we were standing kind of uh, like the line to check out is up ahead of us. We're about 10 feet back, kind of figuring out because we had some coupons or whatever. So we're figuring out what we were going to do. And this woman walks like right by us. And I'm She's looking like, at her. She's like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking at her. I'm like, that lady looks a lot like Laura Bush. That That's the only thing I thought. I was like, she looks a lot like Laura Bush. That's weird.
0: Well, and I turned around and I said, that's Laura Bush. And he goes, no, it's not. And I was like, but who's that guy on the other side of those fake sunflowers staring at me down? staring me down
4: don't, and sure enough there do was not a look her directly service. in the eye <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was once he realized that I knew who that was he was he staring stared at right at yeah.
3: me Yeah. don't uh, make a move towards the first lady
0: but beyond that they were they they
2: were they were pretty cool I mean they, they didn't like they weren't bothering anybody and the, the they checked out right next to us and cashier was like oh yeah she's in here all the time she's real nice and like
3: <laughs> which michaels is this Greenville. Greenville. oh okay yeah and that's my that's my spot. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's
2: anyway. apparently there all the time. Anyway, <sighs> Dallas. She wasn't she wasn't buying Spooky Town though.
0: Yeah, which really disappointed me. So anyway, so I see this Spooky Town set up, and I'm like, what is this? What is this wonderful thing? What's all this then? Yeah, because I you know I like stupid shit and I like silly little tiny things that are decorative. Whatever. I don't
3: think that's stupid.
0: So well, like I mean, it is I guess to spend all your money on this, but because it is expensive. It's more expensive than you would ever dream of. For real? Yes, it's so Yeah, dog. Expensive. This
3: sounds like something that I will buy then on in November.
0: Oh, uh, man, no, cuz it never goes on sale. Mm. It's one of those things that's like excluded mm. from coupons sometimes and anyway, so I see all these little things and they play music and they move. It's also
2: like the false scarcity thing where they only like they change out the designs every year. So it's like one one year yeah, so is, like is like that's the only sixteen Spooky Town. So. That's the only chance you get to get those. Other, other or I mean, we bought some older ones on eBay and I, I think Amazon, but yeah. they're only in the store uh, f- for this year. So, so there, there's that racket going on.
0: I immediately started to spend all my money on Spooky Town things. <laughs> all right, and, I'm
3: looking up Spooky Town <laughs> Halloween villages. We
0: have, we just today we got our Hemlock Nursery. That's probably what you saw today on Facebook and it is so freaking cool. It looks like the little shop of horrors and it's got the plant inside and the, the glass on the outside and it plays music and it has like a thunderstorm and it has lights. It is amazing. And we have, um, we have a whole cemetery set up even with zombies coming out of the ground. I am so excited about this
2: we got the big cemetery gate that lights up with fire and stuff like there's a torch torch on top of it and uh i got to pick the spooky tree so i've got a i've got a creepy tree that's ready to go up
0: when i was young all i wanted to do you've seen the um, nightmare before christmas right yeah all I wanted to do was go through that stupid Halloween door and live in Halloween town. So I think I'm gonna just go ahead and Halloween, leave it out. Yeah. It's like Halloween.
2: a cross it's like a cross between that and Beetlejuice.
3: It yes. is really funny how these little houses, these are like so Santa's village. You know, they w- are. Wanda's it, wicked cupcakes. Well yeah, yeah.
0: Lemax, the company that makes them, they have a Christmas village as well. I think that's probably what they started with. They have like the Dickens village. Yeah, this—that's
3: exactly what the, these specifically look like. The Dickens villages. Yeah. It's probably a
2: similar design. They just Halloween
3: it up.
0: Yeah, and I could care less about Christmas. And boy, I they don't have any prices
3: all- on here. say so you can
2: get some it at- of
0: them. There's there's a whole um, carnival, and they have the rides. Those rides are a hundred and ten dollars a piece.
2: Yeah, they have like the it's like an airplane ride with zombies in it, and so the airplanes spin around. The thing the, the I mean the the hemlock nursery was what like seventy was, bucks? Uh,
0: yeah, seventy.
3: Jeepers Creepers Jug band. <laughs> yes. We do need to get that.
0: I know.
2: Where is Will sending that to yeah, us?
0: Yeah, he said he was gonna get that for us.
3: Are you kidding? Like you know all these then. Like you're obviously oh, yeah. you're up on
0: every it. single one of them is on my Amazon wish list.
3: Are you kidding?
0: No. So you can Form- buy me things <laughs> I love this. and send for- them to my house.
3: Former cat lady.
0: Yes. Well, I can't find that one. But i will be purchasing it, that is I'm a you? cat lady it is
2: <laughs> that's weird I'm
0: gonna die my cats are gonna eat me one day
2: so mm. so now we're tasked with we have
0: we have nowhere to put it
2: yeah we're tasked with setting up a because because you, you can't just put them out like you have to do you have the
3: broadcloth fabric for it
2: not yet no
0: you you can buy me whatever <laughs> yeah. you want and have <laughs> it sent yet. to my house <laughs>
3: she said not yet
0: well we thought about maybe making i'm just so glad can i just say this i'm just so glad that matt is also obsessed with it because if not it'd be much harder for me to enable this in my session life of my, my life
2: would probably be miserable he... i think it's i think it's cool <clears throat> yeah i was i i had to temper her because when she first saw it, she was like we're buying all of it i'm like that's i that's, wanted to take out
0: like a home loan that's
2: thousands it. of dollars we're we are not gonna <laughs> buy all of, all of it we, uh, I'm like, the whole point of this stuff is to buy it a little bit at a time. Like, that's, that's, but that's what not, you do.
0: that is not how Megan rolls at all. No, no, it's all a little or bit nothing. At a time is not,
2: but yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Like, I'm not, I'm not into the Christmas Village thing, but I'm, I'm into this. So, uh, mm-hmm. but now right. I got to figure out how to, how to set the thing up.
0: And Matt's mother is very into the Christmas Village and she loves this crap as much as I do. So hopefully. She'll enable me as well. But you know, we have three cats and they're gonna wanna get into it and destroy it. So you gotta figure out a way to keep it up without
2: gonna electrify it.
3: Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Put an electric fence around it. There's gotta be something at IKEA. Because one of that one of our use. cats
0: in particular will take pieces of it and run away with it. She has a little lair that she takes things to and she steals things from you. And takes it, and you'll find it in her little lair. So she, some of these pieces are pretty small, and I think she'll steal them and run away. I'm just with gonna
2: them. have to glue them down or something.
0: Yeah, they have glue that you can buy for. Or it.
2: velcro them down. Have
3: but, you? Have you? Uh, are you guys IKEA fans?
2: I can't go there.
0: Last time I was there, I had my first and only panic attack of my entire life. For real? I, I feel yeah. For real?
2: I feel insane in there. I can't go to uh what was the other store? Garden Ridge. I don't think Garden Ridge exists anymore, but
3: they changed them all to just home. Yeah. yeah he wouldn't go. But to
2: stores Ridge. like that where it's just shit everywhere.
0: Dude, like Garden just...
3: Ridge rules. Talk about it. they have a Halloween tree. <laughs> no, they have a Christmas tree that's like uh
0: It's black, right? Yeah, it's
3: well they have the emerald green one too, which I always thought looked like the it looks like the wicked witches. It's like emerald green and then you can put black shit on it.
2: Yeah. But just stores, like I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure there's cool stuff in there and there's cool stuff in Ikea. But when I'm in there and I'm just surrounded by like a million plates on one side and then all this other stuff, I just, I I don't know if I start to feel uh, claustrophobic or what, but I'm just, I got to get out of here. See,
0: yeah, I, And it's all
2: the people that are there that are just wandering around. and
0: I understand what you're saying because I feel that way in Bed Bath & Beyond. A- anytime there's a place like that where things are stacked to the ceiling, it's like... I'm overstimulated by it. I can't look at everything at once. Can't do there's it. There's just too many things.
3: Like one th- one cool thing that they have there is they have like a classic artwork on canvas. But Ikea? it's not like really expensive. No, at Garden Ridge. Oh. Well, like, like I got you know, a like a like a Starry Night, but instead of it being like a poster that you have to put in a frame, it's like stretched on canvas, but yeah. it's like 20 bucks. So it looks Yeah classy. Look. It doesn't look like college shit, you know, classy. put behind a... But I thought that was really cool, but...
0: I had only been there once. It's time. not a
3: poster held up with that tack? They have, like, psychedelic <laughs> trees, hot pink trees. You
0: keep saying have, but it doesn't exist anymore. It's
3: called home, and it's the same.
0: It's the same thing? Well, we should... At home. It's called at home, isn't it? That's it. it. Yeah.
3: I, I'd be
2: willing to go there once Well, to, <laughs> look, to look for something to put this
0: in. IKEA this is on. just... If there just were so many people. And if they cut it down by about half the people that were allowed in that building at one time, I, I'd be okay with if, it. You and know, half, that was that was something I love that, the meatballs.
3: That was something that Liz Lemon said that if you're uh, like going to IKEA together as a couple, like if you could survive it and still be a couple <laughs> when you left and that meant your relationship was for real.
2: If if half the people in there were that little monkey in the coat. Remember that picture yes. of the little monkey in the coat at the IKEA window? <laughs> it sounds in racist, a, but yeah, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it had gotten out of someone's car at an IKEA in like a very cold area, and it was, it was like a capuchin yeah. monkey or a baboon or something, It was wearing like a little fur coat, it, it, in a fur coat, <laughs> like a big puffy women's Have fur coat. Have you seen coat. this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hang
0: on. And it, didn't it walk into the IKEA? I don't know.
1: Looking I just for its owner. It was it's standing hilarious. there.
3: This sure. is a real thing, not yes, like an IKEA this is a real bit.
2: Thing. Monkey at IKEA, I, I <laughs> guarantee.
3: Okay, before you pull that up, I want to show you what I'm fascinated <laughs> with. It's this new web show called Hi and it's where people get wasted <laughs> um, on and, and then put furniture together from IKEA.
2: Today we're taking acid and building furniture from IKEA.
1: <laughs> I made <I laughs> a drawer, kind of. Or do you have another screwdriver?
3: Do you have another <laughs> screwdriver? You're on your own.
0: <laughs> there was a bit. So there, there's homeboy. <laughs> Showing in the monkey.
3: So it was wearing that coat. It didn't put that coat on. No, I don't, it. no
0: it was wearing the coat because it was cold. It was a pet monkey.
3: Is that Des Bryant's pet monkey. <laughs>
0: there awesome. uh, there was also a bit with Ikea where they Lark. let all of these cats out into Ikea at night to just let them run wild and they filmed it. It was interesting. It all comes back to cats.
3: Right? <laughs> look on its face. Ooh, it's cold to <laughs> motherfucker out here. That's a good one.
0: <laughs> That's a good one.
3: There's a video, I think of it too. Hey, uh I just love him. Save, him looking that, stuff. save that picture and send it to me. That's <laughs> gonna be the that's gonna be the cover of this episode. This one? Yes.
1: Right. So
2: funny. Anything else you want to touch on?
3: No. I don't think so.
2: We still got a ton of shit in the can, don't we? What's
3: the fucking deal with us? We've been stuck on forty four <laughs> likes and reviews for forever.
2: Yes, people.
3: I'm tired of this shit.
2: Like review it, go to iTunes. It
3: honestly is like if we don't mention it, if we don't say something.
2: Yeah, I mean you, you got uh, apparently that's what works. It sounds annoying and I hate it, but like no joke. Go to go to iTunes. Leave us a a rating and a review. Um, I I know we say it every
3: single time, but apparently we haven't been saying it.
0: <laughs> it's probably because I haven't been on in a long time.
3: wow Well, we'll see what happens as she eats a Bigfoot candy
2: (laughs) please leave us a a rating and review I I guess the other services have that as well but wherever we are leave us a a rating and review because that makes it uh, so much easier for people to find us when they're searching for different subjects that we may discuss and we are on Facebook facebook.com slash oktalkshow twitter.com slash oktalkshow email is okay talk podcast at com. we've been getting any good emails
5: lately
3: mm. <laughs> we got really good responses from our stuff though you know people like what we do people like that last that last show
2: that we put out when it was you and us or you and you and, and it, us you wow and that's us.
3: cocky us and us <laughs> Matt just called himself us, <laughs> the royal us. Just psychoanalyze the shit out of that. If when it was, get, uh,
0: if you get to a thousand likes, I'll let someone decide where my next Spooky Town piece goes. In it's,
3: it's a big honor. That is.
0: <laughs> I'll name a street in Spooky Town. Yeah, after
3: you. you better be careful. We have some weird listeners.
2: <laughs> it'll be like that. show <laughs> up your. Ass. It'll be like that chess show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, send us an email, oktalkpodcast at gmail dot com, and again, oktalkshow okay on Facebook and Twitter, and leave us a rating and review. Like the page, share the page, comment. We've been getting good like, like Facebook, which is what I keep up with most. We a lot of comments coming in. I like it. I like it. People people be active on the Facebook. I dig it.
3: It's all right. Yeah. They could do better.
2: They could uh, They could always do better. But they're doing pretty well right now.
3: If they expect this thing to just keep going the way it is at 44... <laughs> I got another fucking thing coming.
0: <laughs> have you shown Clint your goat mask?
3: Yeah, yeah. We usually have mask talk.
0: Do you have a cloak by any chance? A hooded cloak? If there's anyone that I know that might have one laying around, it's you. <laughs>
3: Would have a hooded cloak? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, you the just
0: wore casual casually. Yeah. Dark business.
3: This podcast is brought to you by the Podbean podcast application. The Podbean app is far and away the slickest way for you to digest your favorite podcasts. You can get instant updates of new OK Talk episodes, as well as other shows like Sass What and our friends at Monsterland Ohio Radio, just to name a few. You've been saying you want more OK Talk in your life? Make it happen. Check out the Podbean app. It's free, has great features, and lets you easily discover, listen, and even publish your own podcast if you dare. Since Matt and I started OK Talk, Podbean has held our hands all the way, answered all of our questions, and has been a great partner for the show. Whether you use an Android or an iPhone, this is the app for all of your podcast needs. Get the Podbean podcast app now on the Google Play or Apple App Store. Enjoy more from the podcasts you love, especially OK Talk.